Championship this week will be listed. Uh huh. In our next story, 
Jesus, who picked this story? Oh, it's horrible, I know, but what better episode than the Happy Halloween episode to tell such a tragic and horrible story? Happy Halloween, huh? Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, you Mozart taking over the title of this week's episode. Anyway, I can't read it. It's just too horrible. Oh, regrow a pair. Give me that. Oh, a fire occurred at the Ponderosa Pet Boarding Facility in Georgetown, Texas on Saturday, September 18th. Oh, the fire left 75 doggos dead. Jeez. Oh, no. My dog, this is terrible. The owner of the facility released the following statement. I am emotionally overwhelmed by the accidental fire on Saturday night at our business. 59 families are affected and their best friends won't be coming home. As a dog owner, I feel their heartbreak immensely. This is like the worst horror film movie ever. Ugh. Our hearts go out to the families as well as the owner of the business. This is every doggo fleshy's worst nightmare. You have our deepest condolences and sympathies. It is believed that the 75 doggos died of smoke inhalation before being burned. Still doesn't make it any less true. Here, here. In other news, an update of an unfortunate and constantly evolving story. Are we following the migration of the Canadian geese? What? No, why would we be updating that? Well, I don't know. I got geese on the brain. Oh, the places your mind goes, Mo. Well, it would scare you. It already does. Just as we mentioned that From Family Foods was recalled for elevated levels of vitamin D, now there's a recall on Tuffy's Pet Foods. Nutrisource was being recalled for elevated levels of vitamin D as well. You know, it's times like these that we like to respond with the best way we can. Fuck you! And finally in Doggo News, Kaylee Druitt was walking one of her regular clients, an English Springer Spaniel named Ozzy, when they came across a cardboard box at their local park in eastern England. The box was filled with quite ordinary items. A bunch of tennis balls, but was inscribed with a bittersweet message. I am too old to play with my favorite tennis balls now, but it would make me very happy to know that some younger doggos would have some fun with them. Wait, why didn't Mo read the message? He's one of the youngest doggos on the show. Well, I didn't want you or Indy to get all emotional reading the note left by Jarvis, a 10-year-old Cocker Spaniel. Well, why would we get all emotional? Oh, you, Mo, because you're both older doggos yourselves. Mm. Walked right into that one, Indy. With a leash. Moving on. Check out our Facebook page to read more about today's Doggo News. This week's Doggo News was brought to you by our Fuck Kibble tier of Patreons. Leisha Lawson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, Stipe and Tambo London, and Jasmine Paris. Hello, canine friends. What's the cats? That joke is already old. Shut up, Mo. Well, how did the tape know I was going to say that? Witchy cats, Mo. Witchy cats. We bet you're wondering what you're all doing here. Well, I'm wondering where here is. Or you're wondering where here is. It appears that their powers are stronger closer to Halloween. You mean Halloweeny. That joke is already old. No way, that joke is gold. Before you is a classic Halloween corn maze. Well, technically, it's a maze maze. Shut up, Mo. Oh, you know I'm right. Be quiet, Mo. We understand that you are trying to find a forever home for your street dog, Ivan. Yeah, the, uh, that's correct. Well, that's not news. Well, we have come up with a little Halloween wager to help you find him a home. Oh, this should be fun. The wager is for Mozart's paws. No deal. Hold on a second, Mo. Let's just hear the wager out. I am not betting my paws. Well, of course not, but don't you think we at least owe it to Ivan to just listen to what the wager is? My paws are off limits. All right, got it. What about your ears? Quiet. The wager is this. 
The three of you have three minutes to make it through this corn maze. If you do, we will use George to go door to door around all of Los Angeles asking fleshies to adopt Ivan. Wow, that actually sounds pretty easy. Yeah, even with our old legs, we might be able to make it through this maze in three minutes. Mm. Mo, really think about how quickly we could get through that thing and how quickly we could get Ivan a home. But my paws, Z. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It is a lot to ask of you. I'm sure Andy would be happy to donate two of her paws to the cause. Nope, I gave up my tail already. Come on, Andy, it's just collateral. Well, then maybe it's time for Mr. I no longer want to live selfishly to put his paws where his mouth is and pony up half the collateral for this bet. You know what? What? I am so confident that we can make it through this maze in under three minutes that I will stake two of my paws with two of Mo's paws. Well, I don't want to stake two of my paws. No, we got this. Besides, these cats are our friends, and we can talk them out of taking our paws if we lose. That doesn't sound like a very good plan. Come on, time's a-wasting. Let's make a decision. Well, at the end of the day, I trust you that you won't let anything bad happen to me, Z. Well, that is some other-level blind faith there, Mozart. Well, I love my cousin Z, and I know that he lugs me the same. If he says that we will win, then we will win. Right, Z? Uh-huh. Sure. Okay, I'm in. Uh, what's this? I think they forgot to hit stop on record. Monday's Mutts! Here you go, Mo. A story to give you hope. Great. Let me hear it. Chloe, a shih tzu, had to have her back paws amputated when her previous fleshies wrapped restraints around her legs in an attempt to prevent her from scratching. How is this story supposed to make me feel better? Where Chloe was fitted with a pair of prosthetic paws. Again, how is this supposed to inspire me? Chloe was just adopted by a San Diego detective with a prosthetic leg. Okay, good for her. And uh, her original fleshy paw rents who did that to her were executed, correct? Incorrect. This story sucks. Anyway, you're not getting the point, Mo. Even if we lose this bet and you become a deformed freak, Say. there will still be some other fleshy out there that will take your ugly, deformed, grotesque lug butt. But I already have the binge. Yeah, she's not going to want you after that. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mozart. It's trick-or-treat season. This was your trick. Oh, you mean I'm not staking my paws? No, that, that's totally happening. Can I continue with this segment? The mic is yours. Thank you. When Chloe first arrived at the San Diego Humane Society, she was accompanied by her sister, Roxy, who suffered for the same wounds and conditions. Jeez, what happened to Roxy? She was adapted out earlier to a local San Diego family. Oh, okay. I'm glad she wasn't used as spare parts. Fitting a dog with prosthetics is quite an involved process, and this was a first for the San Diego Humane Society. It includes sedation to create a mold of the feet, getting the prosthetics to fit perfectly, and monitoring for pressure sores. It takes time for the dogs to learn to use them, too. Well, how did the detective get involved? In 2013, Hunter was involved in a car crash that resulted in the amputation of one of his legs. Hunter returned to work with a prosthetic. Before adapting the pooch, Hunter and his family fostered Chloe and helped her adjust to her prosthetics in a home setting. Congratulations, Chloe and Hunter. You are this week's Monday's Mutt. You mean mutts. Huh? All right, guys, let's get a good stretch in, lubricate the joints, and get the blood flowing. Good idea. Uh, what are you doing, Mo? What? Why are you licking your paws obsessively? Well, I don't know. What if this is the last time I have with them? I don't want them to think, you know, I, I won't miss them. You should probably do the same with your paws. No way, I'm not going to tempt the dogs and put that bad juju out there. Yeah, you're practically asking for us to fail, Mozart. Oh, I take it back. Screw you, paws. Who needs you? Whoa, why on earth would you curse your paws? That's like taunting them to fail. You better use your brain a little better when we're in that maze. All right, let's open this bag of treats. Oh, thank dog there are treats. 
I am starving. The Minch has me on a diet. It's just a figure of speech, Mo. I'm ready to get at this maze. Oh, so no treats? Sadly, no. All right, witchy cats, count us off with your disembodied voices. On three, two, one, we'll have some fun. When we sound the gun, that's when you run. You would think these guys would be better at rhyming after I schooled them in that rap battle. Yeah, sorry, continue. Be sure not to fail. Because if you do, your paws will be in a pail. Yeah, three, two, one, go! Good run, boomers! Whoa, is that George? Of course it is. Yeah. Who else would chase you through the maze? Who said anything about chasing us through the maze? It was clearly stated in the recording. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't do well with chasing. I usually just freeze where I am and wait for impended death. Let's get the show on the road, boomers! Is that Zola in my chair inside of George? Sure is! Oh, what the hell is going on here? We all figured it would be way more frightening. Yeah. It sure is. All right, clock is ticking. Clock is what? Yeah, uh, this George wrinkle was something we never agreed to. You can appeal after you lose. The bet was placed. Ticket window is closed. Well, we'll get Aussie as a scout. Oh, good thinking, Mo. Yeah, have Aussie teleported here now. Fine. I'll have a head, a wing, and two legs. Where the heck am I? Hey, Aussie, down here. City, what is going on? One minute I'm sitting down with the missus to a cockroach feast. Next thing I know, I'm overlooking this bizarre corn structure. Uh, we don't have any time to explain. Ready, Freddy? Because here comes your nightmare. Forward, Frito, forward. This is terrifying. Wow, George is looking rather aggressive. We're headed into the maze. Follow along to tell us which way to go and make it to the exit. I'm on it. All right, head in and make two lefts and then a right. Come on, you two. Breed of the Week. Our Breed of the Week this week is playful and good-natured. The perfect companion for city living or mountain off-grid living. Kind of a jack-of-all-trades doggo, huh? More like a jack-of-all-environments. What are we dealing with this week, then? Well, glad you asked. This week's Breed of the Week is the Tibetan Terrier. These doggos are very responsive to obedience training, and they thrive with children eight years and up. They're the healthy bark as their ancestors used to guard Tibetan monasteries. Over 2,000 years ago, these doggos were bred by Buddhist monks for companionship and luck. They were given as gifts to visitors and travelers. Not really down with the concept of ownership or being given as a gift, but it's Buddhist monk, so I'll let it slide. How very Buddhist of you. This ancient breed needs multiple brisk walks, daily, and regular grooming. They come in at a height of 14 to 17 inches, weighing in at 18 to 30 pounds, and have a lifespan of 12 to 15 years. Too damn short! Despite its name, the Tibetan Terrier is not really a terrier. It was named after European travelers thought it looked like a terrier. It does kind of resemble a shih tzu. Bless you. Which also originated in Tibet. Tibetan terriers can come in various colors such as black, white, brindle, piebald, tricolor, gray, and golden. And did you know that they're hypoallergenic? Bless you. Exactly. So if you have an allergy to dogs, you might actually be able to live with some of these guys. I think being allergic to dogs is a lie. How can anyone be allergic to me? <laughs> oh, they can be. Tibetan terriers are known to be excellent guard dogs without being aggressive to strangers, and they're not really known to bark a Lot. So definitely not a terrier. I'm not a barker either, only to guard the house and kids love me. Uh, we're not talking about you here, Mozart. While suitable for apartment living, these lively active doggos still require exercise to release their energy. The only thing is sometimes they can be territorial about their things and food, so they may not be great around other pets. Oh, now that sounds like you, Mozart. Ha ha. The Tibetan Terrier, this week's Breed of the Week.
All right, gang, another right and two lefts ahead. We are jamming. Don't get cocky. Slow down, boomers. Not fair. You guys are doing great. Long straightaway ahead, and then at the end of it, it splits both ways, which you will want to take the... Uh, hold on, I can't see. Let me get a little better angle. Fredo, yeah, we need to get rid of Aussie. He's gonna help these doggos outsmart us. Hit the floodlights. Yeah, brilliant. And I'm out. Oh no, what? What happened? They blinded, can't see a thing. Zap me back to the dinner table, kitties. As you wish. Those crafty cats. Well, now what? Well, we go on a 50-50 shot. Go left. No, right. My gut is telling me left. Fine, go. Here I come, boomers. Damn it, dead end. Oh, my poor paws. <laughs> Hold it together, Mo. Oh, is it going to hurt? Gotcha. Oh, no, it looks like we're trapped. Time's counting down, and Dion knows how to use those hands better than Harvey Weinstein. Sorry, Mo. Looks like it's toast with those toes. I want Mo first. Hear that, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Mo. Indy, grab one of those smaller pumpkins. Got it. Put it in my tail. Done. Here you, Mo. And another. And another. Ah! 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 Oh, I have tail with me now. Oh, no. George is down. Holy shit, Mo. You did it. Yeah, but now we're caught between a dead end and a down George. Five seconds and counting. Five, oh, forget four, this. Lug, lug, three, lug, 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 two. jump. Oh, shoot. Come on, Andy. Jump through the hole. Through one. Damn it. They did it. Nuts. Whew. Digging deep in doggo health. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. I'm about to bring up something highly controversial. About the Chappelle Show walkout? What? No. About why my butt sometimes smells like fermented cheese? Gross, no. I'm talking about the story about the veterinary professor at the University of Winchester who has professed that, based on his research, plant-based diets, aka vegan diets, are just as good or better than meat pet foods for both cats and dogs. Blasphemy. Fake news! I know, I told you it was going to be controversial. In fact, in England, the same place where this vet professor is from, they just passed a mandate that said that pet owners can face a 20,000 pound fine and possible jail time if their dogs don't have a suitable diet, stating that removing meat from dogs' breeds diets can lead to overarching health conditions. The president of the British Veterinary Association, Daniela Dos Santos, stated, quote, If your personal belief system means that you don't want to eat any animal protein, that's fine, but that diet is not designed to meet the welfare standards of your pet. I concur. Word! I mean, if you want to be a vegan, that's fine, but we doggos are carnivores. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to do that to us? I think that there's some evidence that the meat industry is not always up to health standards, and, you know, it causes some environmental problems in the world. From farting cows? Uh, it's not just that, but yeah. I mean, I know Mom and Daddy were vegan for a while, but they never subjected that to us. I mean, we would strike, that's for sure. I mean, I like veggies okay, but my true love is meat. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir here. Well, this is a very controversial issue. We'll have to keep an eye on this and see how England does with their new laws. I mean, how are people gonna get caught? Is that like people feed their doggos in public? <laughs> Could you imagine? Excuse me, sir. Uh, can I see the vegan dog menu, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll keep you posted if we hear anything. And as always, we will finish up this... Uh, 
Halloweeny episode with a section from our book. 865 reasons why having a doggo is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 711, gambling. Now let's be clear. We aren't saying that you have a kid, it's going to end up a compulsive gambler. Although that is a possibility. No, we are talking about what a gamble it is just to have kids. Starting off with just a number of child cancers and diseases. Then you have to worry about your kid falling in with the wrong crowd, becoming a degenerate. And if you have daughters, you're going to have years of worrying if they're going to end up on the pole or snatched up by a serial killer in the time machine. I definitely don't want to end up in any of the poles, north or south. Now with a doggo, you might have your own worries. But none of them compare to the things you have to stress about having to deal with a kid. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing you can think about with a dog is, well, we die young, and that sucks. We could be attacked by other doggos, or we could be run over by a time machine. Or we could have our paws cut off by witchy cats or human automaton zombies. And it didn't happen. So there you have it, fleshy friends. Reason number 711 gambling. Well, that does it for another episode of the Zedinity Show. Like and follow on Facebook and the Gram. Look for us on the old Tic Tac. Ha, <laughs> Tic Tac, Mo. Bless you. And consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Indie Show. For as little as $3 a month, you can get bonus episodes. New episodes drop every Monday, so until next time, smell, smell you later! later.